This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Morena, Monday, 24th of October. You've got Izzy, you've got Tony Kemp for the morning. Four hours, in fact, 6 till 10. Talking, reacting to the weekend sport. Hope you're having a good sleeping and you've got that little transistor radio right next to your ear and you're tuned in or you're on the app, you've got the headphones and whatever. Keep us in the loop throughout the morning. Double eight double three oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. Just myself and Tony Kemp talking all speed, all things sport. Kempy, it must be warm. You're in a singy. Oh, morena to you. Morena Bay. It was like a mate. Someone left the oven on in here in the studio. Walked <laughs> in this morning. It's five hundred degrees. I think Robbie. And the kitchen's just trying to put me back to sleep, mate. So, you know, I had a, I got a single on. But woke up this morning. It's quite nice outside. The weather's been fantastic this Labor weekend. Sitting out in the backyard with a couple of mates yesterday, having a couple of couple of coldies. And um, yeah, mate, we're uh, back in here, aren't we? Hey, everyone's having a Labor day off, and uh, not Izzy and Kempy for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, we're in here. Yeah. Hey, hey, Ruby, hey, Ruby, and I know you're listening. Don't forget the rule, brother. All right, breakfast for the boys. All right, yes. breakfast for the boys. We'll wait for that to come in. So I know you're up, and if you're not every hour on the hour, I'll be saying breakfast for the boys, Ruby. <laughs> yes, dead right, Kimpy. Got to feed the lads. we got Kez. Kez is back in the house. Morena, Kez. Give us a little morning. Morena, <laughs> brothers. Oh, uh, yeah. He's back. He's back, baby. Got Kez. Let's go. we got Robbie. Morning, morning Robbie. Morning, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, Robbie's on the Robbie's on the cutter too, putting the quiz together. So we'll see how how hard that is today. Once yeah, he, once Robbie he, and once they see it, Robbie through. and Kez. 
How good, how good, and uh, no doubt kids will get on the mic throughout the show to react to the weekend sport, particularly with the Silver Ferns. Also, we've got Storm Purvis coming on later. We're going to have a chat to her. We spoke to her before they went to Australia. She was full of confidence, but there's just something about playing in Australia that just frightens them. They weren't able to get the job done, so Storm will join the show to talk about that. Well, I hounded. Kempi, I hounded a TJ Perinara yesterday. This was before he dressed up in his Spider-Man suit and took a photo and uh, with all his trophies, he got the Ranfilly Shield and the NPC title there. And he's promised me he's going to come on the show. He's like, what time? I said, 8 o'clock. And he goes, oh, I'll set my alarm. Because I'll be dusty. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Mate, TJ the game coming was on, on Saturday. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, they go for two days, by these young fellas. Oh. Um, but, mate, they put on a performance down here and everything went to plan. Defensively, they were just suffocating. You looked at the Canterbury's attack. They just couldn't get anything gone. They had to attack from deep and just played into Canterbury's hand, uh, Wellington's hands. So, TJ... He's going to join the show after 8 o'clock. I'll flick him a message and make sure he's up and about. But they would have been celebrating throughout the night. So awesome to uh, get him on the show. Uh, and after eight, uh, 9 o'clock, uh, about 8.40, we're going to talk to Peter Fulton too because you never, ever, Kempi, you said it, mm. never, ever write off the black caps in an ICC competition. When there's a competition on and the Black Caps are involved, they do well. And how well did they go against how Australia? Good. Dominating. And Aussie. Aussie. Mate, mm. I had a little laugh, eh? When I saw them come out and just start whacking it around, I'm going, yep, that's exactly what happens in World Cups. Is you, At your peril, if you write someone off, mm. they'll come out and they'll embarrass you. And didn't they do that? Didn't they do that well, mate? They were so good. So good. And Devin Conway? Man, when he's on firing on all cylinders at the moment. He is as good as they come. 92 off 50-odd and just buffing it everywhere. He has to be one of the top batsmen in the world right now. He is flying, is uh, Devin Conway. So they obviously surprised many, particularly all the pundits over in Australia sitting in the stands. That was a quiet old stadium, I must say. Peter Fulton, he is former Black Caps Batting coach, and uh, he's going to join the show to talk about that performance uh, of Australia. How good getting one up over our arch enemies. And then we've got Frank Hendercock coming up after 9 o'clock. Kempe, we're going to have a chat to him about the Kiwis. They played Jamaica 68-6. They beat Jamaica. That 6 is disappointing, but um, hey, it's all good. You can see how much it meant to Jamaica, their first ever try in a World Cup. Did so you see it? Fizzing as like. Mate, you it thought like they'd they won, won it. The game. Oh, I you, know. <laughs> you, thought, you thought they'd won it. They were still scratchy. Like, yeah. mate, he's got some work to do by the semi final. You know, Australia, mm. on the other hand, in their two games, mate, I thought they were going to struggle to get the combinations together. At O'Carr, Brad Fittler will be having kittens, mate, knowing um, now that he probably should have put Ed O'Carr on the wing in the New South Wales, in the New South Wales jersey. Because in the Why kangaroo, didn't he? Oh, mate, I don't – I seriously, I don't know. But um, Ado Carr has been the player of the tournament. 
Like picked up player of the day in the second game, first game, just the energy that he brings to this Australian side. And been watching a lot of the stuff off offline too, you know, like how they're mm. creating, you know, their their culture and having fun and I'm well, just, you know, quietly watching them build the Australians. Well, we go out in these games and although it was sixty eight six or whatever it was, mate, it should have been ninety to hundred against Jamaica and they were scratchy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah man, we'll be interesting to talk few- to Frank. Few areas here, yeah. particularly with the the high ball, Kempi was a bit like we couldn't catch a cold. No. They were dropping everything, and that's what led to that first uh, the first try of Jamaica's. And, and I'm a little bit yeah. So we've got a few injuries. We've got Marata Niokore, and they've got Moses Leota. Leota's um, a big injury, mate. Leota's yeah, a big they're going to be out for a couple of games. And then we haven't had the you know you think about cohesion, which Australia are forming at the moment. We haven't had Dylan Brown or Jerome Hughes. Forming accommodation. Yeah, Dylan Brown come out sick the night, morning of the game, so that another week, you know, that he's going to be off off the game, and we're getting close to playoffs. So, is it enough time? Can be another. Are we getting? Are we heading into warm? warm you know, um, you know, some desperate times at the moment. We are. I think so. Um, you know, you haven't. You're dead right. You haven't had the spine play together yet. Okay, yeah. so so uh, Jerome hasn't been able to get onto the football field. And Dylan hasn't been able to build that combination with him and um, Brandon. And Joey Manu, yep. you know what's going to happen with Joey Manu. It doesn't matter who you put with him, he's still going to run for 200, 300 metres and, mm. and, and win, hopefully win us games. But if you don't get that spine gelling, you know, and this is, this is where Kenny Laban came on running uh, straight last week, and I asked him, where's the difference between Australia and New Zealand? And he said the spine. He said, "If we don't, if basically, if we don't fire the spine, then Australia will just, you know, they'll they'll get that game. So, well, he's got two games left. He's got two games to hopefully build them yep. into it. Uh, Ireland in their last round game, and then they'll go into their first sem, um, first semi uh, quarter final. But they they reach Aussie in the semi final if they make it that far. If they haven't sorted that in the next two games, mate, it's going to be a real tough ask." Mm. No, I'm looking forward to having a chat to Frank, Frank about that, and we'll just continue those conversations because there's a lot of question marks there for sure. I was a little bit like, we haven't really put on forms. When you play a, a lesser team, Kempi, it's a great opportunity for you to really nail your skills. You can't fall down to the op- opposition that you're playing. No disrespect to Jamaica, but your your uh, your skills and your form cannot dwindle in those games. You've got to keep those standards high, and uh, there's just a few little glimpses there. They, they haven't had an opportunity to be able to afford some cohesion. So, see, this we'll is keep, a, this uh, is a thing you know, like this is a thing that I want to just quickly talk about with the difference between an Australian coach and a Kiwi coach. Okay, mm. now I know that Moses Leota is the hardest yep. hitting front rower in the competition. He's the lightest, but you run into him, he hurts you. Yeah, yeah. Every player in the competition knows. Don't run into Moses Leota. The first name on the sheet next to Fisher Harris is Moses Leota. They won you a premiership. They went through the whole competition and dismantled every front row. Yeah. And they are mucking around with Moses Leota. A difference between a Kiwi coach and an Aussie coach. It's like having Kurt Sorensen on your side and saying, Kurt, I want you to come off the bench. Mm. Mate, the impact is having Kurt run out there at halfway standing there and the Aussies and the Poms looking across the line at him and going, Oh no, Kurt Sorensen's starting. <laughs> I'm not running at him. He's going to hurt me. You know what I mean? And sometimes this tech, the technicalities of international football is overthought 
by these mm. you know these type of coaches. A Kiwi coach, I'll tell, I'm telling you right now, me, Frank, whoever, Moses Leota starts. You know why he starts? Because yep. he hurts them. I remember John, I remember Johnny Lomax and Quentin Pongia, mate, when I was playing with them, and the and, and we'd be warming up. And they would be, hey, mate, you make them, you make it pay. When they run at us, we're gonna make them pay. <laughs> and you'd be, you'd be sitting there listening to them, and you'd be going, ooh, I can't wait for them to run into these two. You gotta get a hiding, you know. And then, and Joey Johns comes on, and I don't know if you've ever heard him. He said, "Who's the hardest player you've ever played against?" He went, "Quentin Pongia." You know, you know the mentality. They're standing across yeah. the looking at, don't run at him, you know. And that's yeah. where Moses Leota is. And I just. You know, for the life of me, for the life of me, hope that they start with Moses and Fisher Harris because that mental part of the game has put them in two minds. Is where you need the Aussies and the Poms to be. They need to be in two minds. They walk out and they go, well, they haven't picked their best team. You're behind the eight ball. Yeah, no, totally agree. Kempi, totally, totally agree. These next two games are uh, vitally important for the Kiwis. So hopefully Magaguay can get that done and, and get some continuity going and some cohesion because it's lacking at the moment. But there is time. There is time. Let's not lose hope. It's a big show and we've got to talk all things sport. And yesterday was a great day in particular with golf, Kempi. I was watching the TV and our good one, our golden girl, Lydia Ko, Got the job done over at the BMW Championship. Carded a seven under final round at the BMW Championship to win uh, her second tournament of the year. She is flying. She just brained them. And it was great for her. She got emotional too. She was playing back at home, South Korea. First time home playing, winning. And uh, she got really emotional. So message to you yesterday. Said well done. And she's uh, happy as anything. You know, we spoke to her not too long ago, mate. Those golfers, you talk about margins. Well, she won by four or five shots in the end, so she was comfortable. You know what? Is and I'm and I'm sitting there watching that, and it got me thinking. You know about the conversations we have with athletes on our on our breakfast. Um, is he and Kempi for breakfast? Mm. And then within two weeks, in two to three weeks, they winning. And and you know you know what I reckon it's because they've spoken to us. They come on, <laughs> and then within two, seriously, we'll claim like, it, mate. We're the, we're like the lucky charm. Within two to three weeks, <laughs> I guarantee you they're up there winning. You know the silver fir- the silver ferns, the Lydia Coes, the Foxy. Remember Foxy come on next minute he wins. Yeah. You know what I mean the Van Gisbergen. Van, Van Gisbergen comes on next minute he wins. <laughs> You know, Coley comes on, <laughs> next minute he wins. You know, it's like, oh, my God, God we're the lucky charm, mate. We're going to get that out double there, eight, Kiss. Double what do you reckon? Three. <laughs> double eight, double three. Is Kempe and Izzy the lucky charm for our athletes? Are we forging something here? Is something becoming the norm, Kempe is starting to allude to, that we are the magic formula. We are the sprinkle on top of that cake. Just that little bit of icing, sugar there, just... Are we? Double eight, double three, Kempe's. Sam, we, we got the job done for Lydia. And just old Foxy Kempe too, he fell short. He had a tough old final He needs to come back on and talk to us. <laughs> at the Maloka Golf Open. He was plus three in the final day. Why Paul uh, got the job done in the end. He had a shot one over. But, uh, yeah, Foxy losing by three shots. Tied fourth in his latest event. He's still flying. He's still seventh on the DP World Tour money list. 
So he's had a good old year. Two and a half thousand euros is correct, plus endorsements. He's had a flying season so far as we're coming to the end. But uh, plenty of golf happening here. Michael Hendry. Michael Hendry won the Ta- Taranaki Golf Open there for the Charles Tall Kempe. He's a solid golfer as old Hendry. Apparently he's really windy there in Namutu Golf Course mm. in New Plymouth. So It's a links course, eh? Yeah, hey? It's right on the... One Very. of the best surf breaks down there. My favourite surf break, actually, Waikayo, which is uh, just over the back. They've, they've actually sold a bit of the golf course off and built in houses down there. It'd be a beautiful piece of uh, property to own. Um, but, yeah, it, it, when it does come off there, we get that, that sort of nor'westerly coming through, and it'd blow right through that course as you would make it tough, real tough. Oh, tough, 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 tough courses. Now, Mutu, I played there once when the uh, All Blacks played there. We went and had a hack around the up. Probably shot 20 over too. So, uh, hell. But anyway, Kempe, racing. What a weekend. Oh. What a weekend in the race game, mate. Honestly, Enemo, too good in the Cox plate. What a race. But I actually, I didn't tell you. I was a bit uncertain, but I backed on Thunderstruck. And, man, that thing flew home. An extra 100 metres, gone. What, oh. a, what a brain animo. I was sort of looking. I was sort of looking at that race, thinking, "Does Thunderstruck, if you can settle him, does he get the does he get the thirty two hundred meters? Does he get another thousand meters? Because man, where he came from on the bend at last, you know, because I'm mm. I'm sitting there watching Mister Brightside. Mister Brightside's right on his hip, and mm. I'm thinking, "Geez, Thunderstruck's well back here." You know, and then Thunderstruck took off and pushed out Mr. Bright, so just bullied him, eh, with that big white face. Just bullied him, get out of the, <laughs> way, get out of the way. And I'm watching that yeah. run, and I'm going, Mr. Thunderstruck is who you want to be on. And you're right. I reckon another 50 metres, Thunder, Mr. Yeah. Thunderstruck wins it. Um, but what a ride by by our mate. You know, he, the little fella gets on there and sits patiently on Animo. <laughs> and I that was to, a perfect I'll tell eh? you, mate, about half an hour. So I'm driving back from Rotorua. I've been down there for a hui. We'll talk a little bit about that. And um, I get a phone call from from Sheikh Sharok, and he's down the yeah. RSA, and he's with my with my um, whanau, with my uncle, Uncle Mo, he is. And Uncle Mo comes on, I'm going, and I said, oh, just take it easy on the old fella, mate. You know, like, don't pick on him. And he says, oh, I'll be quiet. We'll, we'll carry him home. He'll be fine. And uh, <laughs> he comes on, and my uncle goes, Alan Moe. Alan Moe, like that. And I sort of yeah. half my head it. And then I, when, when I got off the phone, of course what they were saying was Alan Sharrick and Moses Kemp. And they know yeah. all day down in the RSA, they say, they're saying, that's who they punted, you see. And they're going, Alan Moe, Alan Moe. And I said to Al when I got back on after the race, I said, mate, I'm going to tell the boys that's what the name of our next horse is, Alan Moe, not yeah. Alamo, Alan Moe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. So have you case. named another horse? <laughs> well, we we've got a name. I actually quite like it. Yeah. I actually think the way that they put it together, it's got a story. Um yeah. and we could use it. And of course, you know, it, it's pretty it's pretty hard to say Alan Mo. But yeah, you know, it's not Anim. <laughs> Hell mate, wouldn't you love to have Animo? Gee. Oh, I read this man. morning they're off. They're off to the all the big races with them. So um mate, Dubai I, World Cup. Writing checks, writing checks with that baby. How crazy is that? Yeah, but mate, what a ride! What a ride by Animo. That was uh, and J Mac. J Mac has uh, got a big weekend at Flemington. Kempe and I've just got a bit of gravy that I might share because I'm off on Friday, so I'll have to keep you up to date. But everyone's listening, tuned in. Get the Kiwis on. They reckon the magic formula, so we might have to get them on. 
Can you let's get the silver ferns on then, please? From James, he's up and about. And Chris is awake. Does that formula transfer to the punt? And yep, all the guests are tuning in to Champs after his wisdom on Chris. <laughs> yes, we appreciate you tuning in, Chris. It is Labor Morning, Labor Day here, and it's a f- public holiday. And well, wouldn't be surprised if many of you are sleeping in. Kempi myself, no chance. We're here for four hours, but right now it's nineteen past six, and it's time for this. Can't wait. Question of the day. Plenty happening over the weekend. The TVs would have been tuned in. What are you watching? Which sporting event had your full attention this weekend? Double eight, double three, or even better, give us a call. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven on the Kenatai phone line. Did you get up on the punt? Did you watch the Kiwis? Did you even watch the Black Ferns demolish Scotland? The Black Caps. Wow, we where do we start there? Yeah, they surprised many and got the job done and emphatic. Uh, wow, so good, so so good. Which sporting event had your full attention this weekend? Our can't wait question of the day. We'll shoot off and we'll come back and react to a few of your answers. You're listening to Zian Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.